live hey star wars fans and rule the galaxy fans sorry for the quick glance away i thought my dogs were rushing into the room uh it is joe in the pilot seat and you know what the boys are back in town the boys are back in town sing with me now boys come on that nothing. was really good nothing i'll leave you out to dry on that one <laughs> uh we have a special guest mrs alia to start the show uh the the four you know kind of the main cogs of the wheel are here tonight we've got joe we've got d doc we've got brent dykeman we've got alfie the book of alfie we are here back better than ever um just having a blast really having a pre-show discussion on what the heck are we going to talk about tonight and usually that's what makes the best show is when you don't know what you're going to do going into it so That's it. We are chapter 237 of the Rule of the Galaxy podcast. Um, this will probably go down in the annals as the best one ever out of the 237. So if you're watching live on YouTube or Twitter or X, whichever, thanks for joining us. If you're not, it'll be a podcast up for you to listen to soon. As Rural Farm Boy always says, 9 p.m. Eastern is too late for him. So, you know, he goes to bed when the sun goes down because he's a rural farm boy. So, um, hey, chapter 237, let's go around the room. Let's start with D-Doc wearing that spiffy new sponsored hat. D-Doc, how you doing? I'm doing good, yeah. I'm wearing the uh, the mountain khaki hat. Uh, it only took me about a month to uh, start promoting their product. That's any time I talk to someone, and hopefully none of these people actually, uh, you know, I promote products for actually listening, but it's like I go, th- I'm very responsive with emails. Then the box shows up at my door, then it'll sit for like a month until I'm like, I need to, I need to do something. Like, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not a do it right away person when it shows up. I usually drop the ball on that. So hopefully none of my future uh, sponsors are, are listening to me when I say that. At least you're upfront and honest about it, T-Doc. I yeah. love that. I mean, I feel strongly about your, your fortitude and coming out and saying what you're really all about and how you do things. So thank you. For yeah, exactly. That. I'm, I'm pretty honest about how I can be with things, but once I do promote it, I do a good job with it. So that's, that's what matters uh, in the long run. Well, if it makes you feel any better, um, I of course have a wife, three children, talk to lots of people who watch things on YouTube, who check out podcasts, who, you know, all those kind of things. Do any of them ask me questions ever about the Rule of the Galaxy podcast or our YouTube channel? Absolutely not. But they all do comment and say, oh, D-Doc did something really cool the other day. That was pretty sweet. And I thought, man, I really have to reevaluate my social media. Anyway, um, thanks. Thanks for being a, a big part of what we do and setting up these live shows. Absolutely. 
we're going to be doing trivia tomorrow night. How are you doing? I'm doing good, but it, but I'm curious now, just because you say this, did Rule the Galaxy spark D-Doc, or did D-Doc already have a following prior to Rule the Galaxy? So should I be getting some benefits from his wealth? And his right. Should we be catching some royalties from him? I'm like, I'm not so sure. Like, and he's thinking about it now too, because like I'm trying to think, did he start his online presence before us or after us? It probably started right around the same time. I will say, okay. I think, I think me joining the podcast made me more comfortable, like being like creating content i think so i think it kind of i i do give rule of the galaxy credit for uh breaking uh through the shell you know I'll so, give so there you RTG go so credit. we need so we need to toss some royalties back to rtg then exactly. and I'm, I'm not really really worried about the royalties ddoc just any kind of swag we'll be more than happy to take swag we are yeah. we are more than happy to wear and promote any of your sponsors um so mountain khaki, you said it's one of the better uh, mountain khaki products out there because mountain khaki does mountain yeah. khaki right. Yes. Hey, exactly. Daddy, can I watch your phone? <laughs> we'll talk to him um, about a Royal Galaxy sponsorship. Well, I'll be wearing mountain khaki hats. I, I mean, mountain khaki is the best yeah. mountain khaki out there. I will, I will ditch the Alexander Rossi hat for a mountain khaki hat any day of the week. We've already promoted them more on the podcast <laughs> than I have on my social media. <laughs> They're getting live props right now on YouTube and Twitter. I love hey, it. They're really mountain cool. Khaki is the very, best mountain khaki. They're very laid back. They're one of those companies where I sent them an email like, hey, I have your stuff here and I'm going to work on the videos, but you know, uh, I'm just a little delayed here. I'll, I'll get on it. What's odd is I need to take pictures of myself wearing it, which like that's something I haven't done before where I'm just like, hey, Meg, like take a picture of me wearing this shirt. Like it's a little like ruggedly handsome. A ruggedly yeah, handsome, I, got your leg up in the air with the sun behind you in the back, tying yeah. your shoelace with the tire on the Jeep. Yeah, I can see yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Coquettish ingenue. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, Mountain Khaki's got the best khaki color out there. Yeah. Just go and take it. I think it's khaki I, color, right? I agree. Azalea, hey, real quick, Azalea, before we hop over to your dad, give us something. Tell us something you love about Star Wars. Who's your favorite character? Uh, I think the snow troopers. The snow troopers? Snow yeah. troopers. Those are good ones. I, I like was it. not expecting that to be. Neither was one. I. No. Hey, tell them what game did you start playing yesterday? Minecraft. Oh, oh nice. Yeah, I thought I was and done. So it begins. Yeah. And so it begins. She played for about two hours straight yesterday, oh. Brent. Yeah. Wow. Got those yeah, she coming so after you. Yeah. Yeah. Never done it before in my life. Um, I, I was yeah. on Minecraft tonight Why? with David too. He's um, he's on that as well. Okay. Today in my house, um, I got um, I put in okay, my right. house some um some axolotl. An axolotl. Yeah. From All Minecraft, right. and then what? Put these like. Purple. You have a microphone in front oh, of. There's a microphone right there. Talk into it. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, then they're just going to talk to me then. 
and then this is a chapter straight out of my daily life right here right i, I no longer have these days by the uh alfie yes oh i know i have great I, I have grandkids almost as old as your youngest kid now yeah just wait yeah um that's just your- gonna sit in the car it's okay. Just tell her not to turn it on. I don't want you to <laughs> having yeah, committing suicide in the garage oh while it goes on. <laughs> She's gonna lay down yeah. and watch her iPad in the car. Like, hey. Just like you're on vacation. How are you doing, man? Oh, we man. haven't we haven't spoken nearly enough. How how is everything uh, going in the Alfie world? Man, it is so busy and so crazy right now. I worked late tonight. I had to run straight to the high school to pick Inslee up from a basketball game. I got home like 20 minutes ago. So, I mean, as you can tell, I'm not clean shaven like I normally am. I, I have absolutely zero time for anything. Come on. You're fine. Yeah. I like you with but, a non-clean shaven face. But can you, can you wipe effectively at this point in your life? Yeah, I have perfect use of my right hand, so yes. <laughs> okay. We're not, I'm not like, going I mean, down you... that path. <laughs> We're not. Surgery was successful. Uh, perfect use. Everything's back to normal. Great. Great. Oh, love it. Hey, love the Blake, Blake Hollowell says, what's up, guys? And then the Normal Dudes podcast is laughing because we're just being kind of goofy here. Thank well, you. Guys I just thought of like five different jokes that I wanted to say about Alfie's hand at one time. And go my ahead, come on, let's bring them. <laughs> well, I'm not going down that path. You are more than welcome to join into the bathroom usage of his. I was hand. just <laughs> curious. I was just curious. He said he didn't have time for everything else, so I was just curious if the hand was and he was he was able to effectively clean the area. Nether regions, tip top shape. Okay, tip top. You know, <laughs> you could you could use the the dude wiper one thousand. It's a bidet that I promoted for dude wipes. So you know, there's. If I ever have out. surgery on my right hand again, that's I'm going that route. I, I will not going that. through the misery of using the left hand. I I want to say this because it's amazing. I did not think that any of you would bring up bidet, but I had it on my list as a bingo card thing as a possibility. And I was watching an episode of Frasier the other day, and it, said, it talked about bidets. And I said, you know, I really enjoy my bidet. I wonder if we should talk about it on the Rule of the Galaxy podcast. Hold on. And Hold D-Doc on. Your new house has a bidet? Your new house has a bidet? Well, please. I'm, I'm a refined gentleman, Brent. Yes, I have a bidet. Did your old house have a bidet? It also had a bidet. Yeah. Fancy. You got the you got oh. that Italian European working like wow. So yeah. you're saying the one time that I used your bathroom, I destroyed it so much that you immediately <laughs> followed the day. <laughs> oh my god! Could, we the bathroom couldn't recover from Alfie. Okay, was that the day that Alfie? Was that the day that Alfie said in the group text it was like Mustafar? I forget what he <laughs> ate the night before, but I remember oh, that yeah. text. See, I knew we could bring it back together again. Um, yeah, so D-Doc, please tell the bidet people I'd be more than happy to talk to them as well because we promote that. So not only the mountain khakis, but the bidet 
uh, dude wipes bidet. We are all in on that. I mean, um, Mountain Cat is the best Mountain Cat. Ollie's. We need to be well, sponsored by Ollie's. There we go. That's what I was going to say. The next <laughs> thing on the list is getting Ollie's. Not related to bidets or dude wipes. It's Ollie's. Yes. I, Which they probably I sell I think there. We, I think we need to be located close to a major metropolitan area because D-Doc sends us some pictures of like a quite well-stocked Ollie's. Which I don't go to the alleys down by us, but I don't think the alleys that are close to us are nearly as well stocked as the Philadelphia about alleys. Dude, that alleys, the location that it's in is not a pretty area, I'll say. <laughs> like where it is. It's like it's it's near where I grew up. It's not necessarily like the city. Like it's outside the city. It's like suburbs. Um, yeah, the book section okay. is crazy too when you walk in there. But um, the Ollie, our Ollie's is an old Super Fresh. How about that uh, throwback? I don't know if you guys had Super Fresh out there. It was a no. supermarket. Nope. But yeah, I think ours is. I think the one down there is actually an old Marsh, which is a supermarket Marsh as supermarket. well. Yep, yep. If it's not a fireworks so, place, a Halloween store, it's going to be an Ollie's. Yeah. The one in Mooresville was stocked like D Docs uh, about a month ago. Okay. But we have never received the helmets or the Captain America shield. I check at least once a week. <laughs> I found Thursday is the day you go. It, it's uh, it's picking up steam. Uh, I think I went on a Thursday, Alfie, actually, last time I went, if I'm not mistaken. But I've been seeing, like, a bunch of dudes in there who you can tell are just hunting for the same stuff now. Like, it's like uh, every time I go in, there's, like, four or five dudes. You can tell they're just grabbing figures when they're there. That's absolutely crazy. Hey, I will say this. In the alleys that I went and bought that Ahsoka uh, Mission Fleet and the Where's the Wookiee book, they had an entire bin, probably six feet high, no, five feet high, five feet, eight feet, whatever across, full of Marvel six-inch characters for like three ninety nine. Yeah. They were just wiping them out, just blowing them out. You can't and beat it. No. I mean, I was blown away by how many they had piled in there my my store has to have over 200 marvel legends figures like it's loaded on them like now on top of the eternals there's a lot of black panther figures there uh there's some of those different series where they have like the comic book versions of iron man and Thor and stuff which those are nice looking figures too uh but you know it's like you go there wanting the value and it's like, you're like, I don't want to walk out of here spending like 60, 80 bucks, but that, <laughs> that would be a hell of a 80 bucks if you spend it there. Cause you're going to be, you know, I've, I've filled my shelves now. Thanks to Ollie's. I got, I've got Chewbacca and Han Solo standing next to each other now back here. And I've got three PO and R2 with each other. It's the Chewbacca figure is the biggest steal ever for $10. It's insane. I mean, let's face it. Ollie's, I know they pay attention to us. That's a beautiful Chewbacca. Um, and like the height of it, it's a massive figure. We we all talk about well, it. We all massive. post it on social media. Yes, he is. They We need to have something going with Ollie's. I'll wear Ollie's shirts and hats on every podcast if they want. I'll promote it all to heck. So I'm ready for you. Ollie's, throw, throw us a line. Good stuff, cheap. Last year, I got the uh, guy from Solo that has the dogs. Um, that chases yeah, Solo yeah. and Kira at the for, beginning, yes, yeah, $7.99. And it's like a 
10 inch figure. I love it. I, I, I wish I wish the one by us, Alfie, had more. So um, speaking <laughs> of all this stuff, I wanted to throw an interesting story. By the way, Adam Parker, thank you for checking in. And Adam Parker, it looks like Louisiana had super fresh. We uh, Midwest must have got bypassed on the super fresh. Um, but but I will say this. I think we're doing something wrong with the Rule of the Galaxy podcast and YouTube channel. And, and I say that because I ran into an acquaintance of mine the other day. And I was going to send you guys in the, this in the text chain, but I thought it'd be more fun to talk about. Um, ran into an acquaintance of mine. He's a few years older than me, but his youngest daughter is the same age as my youngest daughter. And so he knows that my son obviously is all over social media, does all his thing. And he comes up to me and he says, hey, my daughter, she's an influencer now. And I said, great. Who's she influencing? And he was like, no, no. So like she does videos and puts them out there and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, cool. What, I mean, what's she bringing to the table here? Because I know her. I'm thinking, you know, what do you promote? And uh, so she talks about her hair. She talks about her makeup, talks about her outfits. He said she's bringing in like $10,000 a month on on her her social media and her presence out there. Personally, this is on my throw out there. That you guys think about it. Let's think long and hard about this. I'm willing to start wearing sports bras and either leggings or biker shorts for every live broadcast we do if we can start talking about that kind of cash. I'd tune I mean, in for that. I. Okay. If you guys want, let's see if that's. I, I will tell you what I ate today. I'll tell you what I what my workout was. I mean, I'm more than willing to do it. If you guys are in, two things. <laughs> One, I'm willing to wear this, and I am willing to go full Wookie. But two, we're talking in long form formats. She's probably talking in ten to fifteen second snippets. And probably producing 12 to 15 of those a day. Are you willing to put in that work to get it done? Yes. Or are you willing to go long form one an hour and a half a week and talking specifically to the Star Wars audiences, which is a million percent smaller than just any random idiot that watches TikTok? Wow, I'll, be, I'll become a furry. Yeah, you know, I'm not becoming a furry. I already am. I was born a furry. I've been in this life since I was six years old. Oh gosh, is that so, the first time you had to shave, Brent? Six. I mean, time for a shave. I oh man, I couldn't grow I was facial like, hair until I was like. I don't oh, know. No. It was like probably like 19 years old or something. I remember I was just like all these guys in high school would get in trouble for not shaving. I'm just like, I'm never going to grow a beard. And then one day it just the mustache grew in. I was just like, this is awesome. I don't think I've ever shaved it since. I I don't think I rarely even shaved ever until after I got married. So, yeah, we've got some funny comments here. Once a week for me. <laughs> <laughs> From uh, Blake Hollowell, dang! I need my pod I mean, to take off. I'm getting a thong. <laughs> Remix your videos and make shorts. I did. I I was doing that for a while, and I've been slacking. You know what? Work, let's right? yeah. Uh, let's let's right, because I've been in this world since I was six years old. Let's make a commitment to ourselves right now. Each of us film something 15, 20 seconds 
every day, get it to DDoc, make him do beautiful edits, and let's see where it goes. In line. I volunteer so, to do the, the biker shorts and the and the, the sports. Could I do like the, the anti of this? Because my getting ready routine is not that interesting. I literally wake up, I get my uniform out of the dryer, I get dressed, and I walk out. the. I grab my lunch out of the refrigerator, and I go to work. I brush my teeth. That's good. I mean, all you got to do is have some dude do a voiceover, put words on top of it, and play some hit song behind it, and you'll get at least a thousand. I, I, I think we can make that a banger. I'll work on it tomorrow. Yep. I mean, that's basically like what it underneath is. it every day: Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Let's part see if one. it varies any. Part one. Day in the life of Alfie. Part one. That's right. And then you never see part two because it's not part of your algorithm yet. <laughs> um, I like okay. it. We've, we've kind of gone shotgun scatter, which I love. This is what makes us bond. This is what makes people follow <coughs> the show is that we just we just go into these random topics here. Um, Ten grand, man. Holy crap. Yeah. I, that's that. I have over 300,000 followers on social media. I ain't. I ain't shaking a stick at 10 grand a month i'll tell you that right now Poof. yeah it's I, a gotta lot of my, I gotta get That's my probably better than selling weed <laughs> i think there's a lot of do. i think there's a lot of exaggeration on that but they she probably is pulling in a decent amount like i mean it's i think somebody said in the chat that we're ugly dudes and that's like a two-thirds of it i mean but, see, and, I but we also funny thing could we you know, like in in um, in. You want to do skits? Well, like we can. I can put yes. on my voices and do my voices. See, there we go. Hello. <laughs> you can um, do a Jar Jar skit. We gotta figure something out there. We can do a Jar Jar skit. I can't, I don't even know about. Hey, <laughs> so thinking we's in trouble. <laughs> Jar Jar oh, makes me think of the great, the great picture that Brent took with Jar Jar at I. Triple C a couple years ago. Oh yeah, Michael Haven's bringing out some heat, looking like October of 2024. October 2024 for uh, I Triple C down in Nashville. What are we thinking about the the date switch? One, I hated it being on Memorial Day. Michael, love you, love what you do, but Memorial Day and being from Indianapolis, bad combo, bad mix for us. Last year, yeah. with it being outside so much, having to walk outside was miserable. It was so hot. It was. And we were a country mile away from everybody. Yes, we were. Michael, again, love what you do. But, yeah, I, I got now, On the plus side, though, I did drink a lot of beer because it was really hot, and I passed a beer place leaving the podcast room every time. Yeah. This is so true. that's good marketing right there. This is true. Okay. I can yeah, go with it was, that. It was, it was a close walk from there, but you did definitely work up a sweat in the couple minutes it took to get there. And <clears> I will say, we did make one of our best videos ever, courtesy of D-Doc. That was a banger. Taking, taking Lori's backward walking filming of us. I felt like I was in a Beastie Boys video on, <laughs> on that thing right there. That was awesome. It was. It was. Yeah. That's why so, we just need Brent in that video next time. Uh, you know what? It'll probably yes. be... Everything will probably be cheaper too. It's like the, for Memorial Day weekend in Tennessee, it's like hotels are more expensive, flights are more expensive. Like, you know, uh, I, I don't mind the idea of going in October. So 
I'm, yeah. I'm okay to wait. Uh, it's definitely, you know, it's almost a year from now, essentially. So kind of that, in, in that aspect, it does kind of suck, but. We'll have to, we'll have to get you out here to um, the Great Ohio Toy Show or I would something love like to go that. To that. Uh, Brent, we were talking about that Great Ohio Toy Show. There was so much stuff you could have made into terrain or wreck ships. They were selling broken old toys everywhere. You could have had a field day filling out of your stuff for Star Wars Legion on that. So you just, should just definitely hit up there. Ollie's for that stuff too, Brent, because those squadrons that like Joe had, those um those are selling mission for like fleet? five yeah, mission, yeah, mission fleet. Four ninety nine. You cannot beat that. Yeah, they're selling no. for five bucks. You could I mean, freaking get take it, cut them up, throw some X Wing parts around and everything. Like, you know, they're all they're <clears> great value. And I will say this. Now that I have grandkids, am I going to be stupid enough to go and pay exorbitant prices for things that somebody three, four, whatever years old is going to either break, destroy, want to rip right out of the box and play with? Or am I going to go to Ollie's and pay $3.99 or $4.99 for a ship, a character, everything else, and have them feel like a million bucks? Mm-hmm. I'm going to do that. Now, when they're older and they want you know, the Air Jordans and the uh, PlayStations, that's probably a different story. But right now, I can get by with that. The the only thing that really uh, angers me about that a little bit is like the Razor Crest. Mm-hmm. That was impossible to find. I searched and searched for it, and I did pay full price for it. It was worth the full price. It is a, was an amazing toy. Azalea loved it. We play with it all the time. But then to go to Ollie's, and they have like 200 of them. They're loaded at yeah. mine. Razor Crest are everywhere. I do not understand why they have not pushed that toy line harder or just advertised <laughs> it a little bit. What does that go for at Ollie's? Like 15 or 20 15. bucks? At I think I paid 50 bucks for it. 15.99 or something like that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, you're, we're speaking about different toy lines and the Mission Fleet. I know Brent's loving every minute of this, but, and a- Adam Parker, great comments here. Um, but, um, the, what was I looking for? Hasbro's come out with a new line, which is kind of a new line. They're making all the characters we're talking about, all the mainline characters in a four inch setup and selling them for like $10 or less at, at retail stores before it ever gets to Ollie's now. Have you guys seen this Yes. on Twitter and everything recently? Yes. Yak face was putting it out there everywhere. I mean, no, I haven't. What is this? It's it's only five points of articulation, but they're a little bit bigger than the three and three quarters. Are these um, the ones I just do? They come in a five pack at Target. Yes, they're like okay. that. They're about that size. Yes, they're so, about the size of the ones that they were selling at five below. Yes, at Walmart. Exactly, exactly. So they're coming out with a whole new line of those. All the main characters, everything. If you look it up on uh, Twitter, you'll Let's you'll see, see if it I there. Can share it on here. I think there's a heroes pack and a villains pack. I believe so. And while DDoc's looking that up, we, we can tee up the next line of comments here because I want to get all, I want to derail from the toy comments because I can want I just to be in there. Jump yes, in on the toys, just one thing I yes. gotta talk about real quick. I have a friend at work that has just recently discovered Star Wars, and his six-year-old is in love. So all I hear about at work now is black series. Yeah. Non-stop 
Look what I've gotten. Look what's in my queue at Amazon. Is this a good one? Should I pay this price? Can I find it somewhere cheaper? I am in absolute love every day at work. That's hilarious. Um, yeah, it's amazing how that happens. Like DDoc, you know, listening to us, like, oh, maybe I'll go try some of that out. It's like Adam Parker, right? I mean, <clears throat> he's Ooh, should I buy out. my first one? Yes, you should. <laughs> Just dip the toe. Dip. Find an Ollie's and go crazy. <laughs> and then whatever you don't want, give it to Brent for him to use in some kind of game. Sure. Yeah. Anyway. Um, hey, sure. I, I wanted I, to You see... didn't bring up... Okay, sorry. Wait, hold on. You're talking toy time, and you didn't even bring up the one toy that I thought you would talk about. No, I'm ready for you to talk. The, oh, the one I talked about last week? Well, I wasn't on last week because you had to talk with a guy from across the pond. But I wasn't are you? Are you? So, you know, I mean, like that's kind of what I'm referencing because I thought at some point you would, in yeah. this discussion of toy talk, I thought you okay. would talk about the the number one toy on anybody who is 50 and over Star Wars fans list. Uh, you could be you could be 40 and over. I think. I mean, you would okay. have been you would have been 10 when it came out. Um. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, so the books are... came out, but again, it was books. So they Hasbro is creating. We talked about this with Mark Newbold, which is probably on the top of everyone's list. I believe it's a Disney exclusive. Alfie can correct me if I'm wrong, but it's Air it, the Empire. It a is Mara... Comic Con exclusive. Are is that seriously? I thought it was a Disney exclusive. I think it might be on the Disney uh, website, but I think that was the London Comic Con exclusive. These characters look great, by the way. Yeah, that's great stuff. Yeah, this is that new line that they're releasing. I, I actually laughed at Paz Vizsla because you're like going through, you're seeing everyone, they're looking normal, and then Paz Vizsla, they give him a freaking unit of a cannon that he's holding. <laughs> Bigger <laughs> than his body. But yeah, I mean, they've got uh, Sabine. Yeah, yeah it's, it's Sabine. Paz Vizsla, Stormtrooper, Luke, Grogu. If I'm and, not mistaken, uh, they're all 10 bucks or less. Something like that. I can't believe they left the Snowtrooper off. I mean, it's Azalea's favorite. It is her favorite. favorite one. Um, but, but yes, Today. Brent and Alfie, thanks for just destroying me right there because I thought it was going to be a Disney exclusive at the Disney stores. But uh, if it's some other exclusive, Luke, Luke, Mara, and uh, Joris Sabayoth. Uh, going to be black black series six inch uh, coming out fairly soon, and uh, man, I tell you what. So I have a I have a comment about that. Yeah, ready. I love like so the picture that they showed or presented the first time that I saw it. It's kind of it looks like it's in a throne room, a la the Death Star to. It looks like mm -hmm. Luke and Luke are f squaring off. And then at the top where the throne was at is where Sabaoth was at. That all looked fantastic. What I wasn't too happy with was Mara Jade. They threw her in like clutching at the ankles of one of the Lukes. Am I wrong about that image? You know, um, she they did have her that you are correct. And I, if I remember correctly, there was a big throne room scene at the end where 
those two were going toe to toe and she ended up having to kill Luke. So I don't know if she got like cast to the side and then came through. I can't remember right now, but it's amazing because I, I read the books once a year. Um, if but yeah. she is this, if she is this hottie, if she is this strong, powerful type, and you have her clutching at the ankles of somebody, I just felt like she. I don't know the story. I don't know it well enough. I don't know if it'll be canon and break canon. But I almost would have liked to see her at the top of the stairs where Sabayoth was at and have him in a different boat. I don't want him clutching at ankles. But I w almost wanted her to be in that position as opposed to being at the ankles grabbing the ankles. So it's just more about, like, I feel like all the stuff that we talk about, and I did listen to the books, I do see where she coming, where she comes from. And I feel like that's kind of belittling her in some way. And that is just my personal belief of the way that they pose those pictures. It po pose those figures in yeah. that promotional video that or promotional image that I saw. I have the image pulled up in front of me, and I... I get what you're saying, but I think what they're trying to convey in the image is the Lukes are fighting and mm -hmm. Saboth and Mara Jade are fighting using the force because there's some like force stuff going in between those two characters. I mean, I know it, it was, I mean, a, it it was a hellstorm. Yeah. At a quick glance, but if you look at it, she's actually kind of more in the foreground away from the two Lukes. Okay, I just from when I it, it is at a, it, I get I, what you're saying. It is a funny placement of them, but I think they were trying to fit in the two different battles into the same picture. And, gotcha. and did you say this is an exclusive comic to the the uh, or what? What did you say it was, Joe? It's an exclusive four pack to a yep. London con and Are they black series. The black series, and it, it does say an update that there will be Hasbro Pulse slash Shop Disney, but it doesn't say if they'll be available on there. Yeah, I'm looking right now. I'm, I'm bringing it, yeah. I'm... Here. Yeah, Air, Hasbro Pulse, Shop Disney exclusive, Black Series, Heir to the Empire. And yes, you are right. It does look like she's but I see she's putting her hand out. It's like she's putting her hand out towards Sabayoth instead of like. Yeah, and like me. it just looked like she was on the ground at like clutching at ankles. And I'm like, I wanted her to be in a more of a position of power, I guess, is where I want. And it feels like she's not in it. Feels like she's getting the better. Like she's taking the worst of this whole fight. I will say, Brent, that this image uh, has been floating around the internet for a while, though. I think some. I okay. think this is either fan made or something else. Like, I don't think this image came out for this because I used this image um, a while back to make a thumbnail for one of our <clears throat> podcast episodes. So I, I have seen that floating around before uh, on. Google so it may not be that. May not be that. Well, yeah. Okay. So it, it looked a little bit different for me because Sabayoth was like older and white, you know. Like, I know I looked and I could have been looking at an old picture that was tagged to an old article. I did the millennial thing where I just saw the headline and I saw <laughs> a picture and I reacted to it. But I hope that they would then have 
basically just a, a regular playset. I don't. I hope it's not her posed, and those aren't like static poses where she would have to be posed that way. I would hope that it would be giving everybody the ability to play with them just like you would when you were kids. Now, we I got to say, these are ones yeah. that I don't know. Darth Crate and Cade Skywalker. Oh, man. Cade Skywalker. Incredible, incredible series. And by the way, Dr. Mad Studio, I think is his name, is listening mm -hmm. to us from across the pond. So he's at like 2 o'clock in the morning over there. Hey, Let's Dr. Go. Mad hitting up, Studio. Hitting up, hitting up late you. night. There we Love go. It. So thank you, for, um, yes. thank you for joining us, sir. Great, great comments going on over there. Thank you for doing that, uh, by the way. Lots of lots of good feedback. Um, but yeah, what was it, Alfie? What was it called Legacy Star Wars Legacy? Um, yes, where it had Cade Skywalker, the either great grandson or grandson of of Luke. It's been a um, long, yeah, yeah, line past Luke. It was like 130 years past Return of the Jedi, and and so like great great grandson um, and Darth Crate was uh gosh wrapped all the way back to previous books remember that alfie because the darth crate was the uh, tuscan raider that was a force yep. sensitive yep absolutely awesome so lots of good stuff going on in those comics if you ever get did he ride a bantha did he ride a bantha i'm sure at some point he did yes yeah so, so check out star wars legacy comics i i will say this that was that was some really good Star Wars. I, I I'm sad that it it will never come to fruition. But they had some really good. Uh, they had some Imperial uh, people that were Force sensitive. They had Darth Crate. They had Cade Skywalker and his little band, and he was on death sticks all the time. You know, almost near death with all his you know overdosing going on. It was an interesting series. So, um, hey, I don't know if you guys. And we're excited about this. The strikes are over. What do we have oh. to say? Strikes are over. Yeah, I just I saw all that. Kinds of people. So they just edited it. Uh, so like, just in the was last that like day or as two. of today? Yeah, was that in the last day? Because I hadn't paid that close attention. Yeah. Thank yeah, God, I no more celebrity, no more celebrity game shows on my television. <laughs> well, because they can't act, they can't go on there as an actor. So they had all these celebrity right. game shows. Yeah, no, it's it's been interesting. I did notice. I don't know if you guys saw on social media, some people really took this to heart, and they, people who usually were tweeting or putting stuff on Instagram, the entire strike time did not. And these are just regular folks like you guys, like us, just doing podcasts or what have you, to say, yeah. nope, we're going to be standing firm with the uh, the strike, and they didn't do anything, and they came out like gangbusters starting tweeting again, posting stuff on Instagram. So I thought that was interesting because, I mean, look, if UPS goes on strike, I don't shut down, you know, my shopping. You know, I mean, I still shop. I mean, I, I'm still watching Star Wars things on Disney+. Plus, So I'm not, I guess I'm breaking the strike by doing that. But I get it. A strike is a strike. And you should support people on strike if that's what you want to do. But I, I felt like it was really odd for a lot of people to say, I'm standing with them and, I'm just not going to produce or put anything out there. I don't know. What are your, what are your guys thoughts? Yeah. I mean, I hope uh, for their sakes that some of these stars with, you know, millions of followers will maybe like retweet some of their posts or something for them doing that. Because I saw people who were like talking about some movies, like who have 
decent followings because that's what they do. You know, it would be like if there was some kind of plumbing strike and someone told me, like, you're not allowed to post any more content of what you do anymore or else you're against us where I would be like, well, okay, what are you going to do for me at the end of this when all yeah. is said and done? Like, because, I mean, here's my thing, too. I'm not, this is not me like standing on a, a podium saying I feel one way or the other about this because I didn't follow it that much. I just hope that they are rewarded for standing with them, I'd say, because, uh, you know, that's what they do. And there's people who have a lot of livelihoods and the way the internet works, people can forget about you. Like if you go, if you go radio silent for a couple months or whatever, you know, like, you know, people people might forget about you. They might find someone else who produces the type of content that you do who didn't stop doing it. Correct. So I don't know. I just hope that uh, it works out for everybody in the end. I, I think it's a good thing for everyone that this is over and uh, we can start getting new stuff because it's like, I don't know, things have started looking a little gloomy out there where I'm just like, <laughs> I, need, I need something to believe in here. So. You know, well, so yeah, we're, we're not going to get new stuff for another six to nine months, though, right? Like, because the way the, the way and the nature of the six, things nine. work, there we go. Wow. Yeah, here we go number, again. Right? Star it's Wars after number. dark, so like six <laughs> to nine months, like just because it's going to take time for the writing, it's going to take time to cue everybody up. I'm actually so every the unintended consequences of this is all of your gaffers, all of your electricians, all of your. Um, lighting, all of your audio mixers, all of the cameramen, all of the people that weren't a part of the actor's studio that almost had to go on hiatus as well can now get back to work and can start moving the economy, especially in the economy that we're living in right now. So that's <laughs> boogie window. I like window. I like that boogie window. <laughs> yeah, hey, like and, and while we're talking about I just it, like the I name. agree. Dr. Mad Studio just thrown out there. I agree. We haven't seen any Yuzong Vong characters. Anyway, go ahead, Brent. No one cares about the Yuzong Vong. <laughs> hey, so my question is this. Now that it is over, okay, are we going to see a massive dump of studios saying, okay, we haven't been able to say anything. Here's all the shit you're going to get in six to nine months. <laughs> I want Kathleen Kennedy to roundhouse kick me in the face with some fucking Star Wars content. That's what I want because it's looking gloomy. It's not... This is great. That's what yes, I want. But no, but no, <laughs> like, no. <laughs> she needs to come out firing after South Park is trolling her like during. Oh, the oh they trolled the hell out of her. They trolled the hell out of her. But no, I hope that was that, fantastic. Like, she keep. I hope they keep their mouth shut, and when it comes out, it comes out. Okay. I don't they know. They keep I their mouth shut because nothing's coming out. <laughs> they have to keep announcing new projects to make you forget about the previous stuff they said was coming out that never came out. This is true. Um, speaking of not coming out, our good friend who follows I'm our podcast. Kevin Feige. I want the world to know. No Star Wars movie. No Star Wars movie. And I, while we're talking Ollie's and trying to get them to sponsor us, Kevin, <laughs> you follow our damn show. You follow us on social media. I, look, how about a little love? We're just a few goofy guys in the Midwest and East Coast. We would love to just take 10 minutes of your time. Come on here, Kevin. We will talk. We're just guys, right? We'll just just guys. We're we'll just talk. a bunch of dudes. 
Just a bunch of dudes. We'll talk. I won't even ask you about what's coming up. Let's talk about what's happened. Let's talk. We'll even talk about Marvel. We'll talk about Endgame, Infinity War. We'll talk about all that kind of stuff. We'll have fun with it. Just come on. We're, the invite's out there. But no Star Wars movie. Yeah, that's uh, that stinks, actually. I'm telling you, man. Like I said today, and I'll keep saying it. You can say how dumb I am. I don't care. No one is ever making a better idea than Heir to the Empire. So just say fuck it. Cancel everything out and make the damn thing. After dark. Yeah, there's yeah. some bombs flying. You, you're going to keep stealing ideas <laughs> anyway. So just go ahead and make the damn thing. I might put Do explicit it. on our title. Anyway, <laughs> I agree with you. Alfie, look, I've said for a long time, make me an Heir to the Empire trilogy. Make me a Darth Bane trilogy. Make a Revan movie. Make a Shadows of the Empire movie. Put all that stuff out there. I don't care if you recast. I don't care if you CGI it. Those things will sell. People will go watch those. And you know what? We have proof of it. Because all these years later, people are still talking about those. So make them. Make them. We'll spend our money. You can have our money. You spent almost 10 years with some of the industry's best writers. And at the end of it, all you could do was plagiarize a Kenobi novel and some comic book series and say, and a video game. I mean, one episode was literally Jedi <laughs> Fallen Order. And that's the best you could do. Just make Heir to the Empire then. Just say, look, guys, come out and say, look, we, we, we can't. <clears throat> we tried. So this is what you're getting. You, it's what you asked for from the beginning. Fine. Let's just do it. Okay. So you guys, you, we were having a text chain about conversations tonight. And one thing I had written down, I told you, I have a Star Wars Lucasfilm take. And by the way, Dr. Squatch, Dr. Mad Studio, Boogie Window, Windu, sorry. You guys are all killing it over there. So um, so thank you. Dr. Um, Mad is heading to sleep. So here's the thing. I mean, it's like 2 a.m. As, 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 as a lot of people have known... I made a job change recently. Okay, I, I no longer with my current my former job, and I'm in I'm in line. I'm talking to a number of companies about becoming a leader in certain roles for their companies. And one of the things that I've seen in all the leadership stuff I've done, and all the leadership stuff I've been involved with, and all the books I've read, says a leader is not the smartest person in the room. Even if they are the smartest person in the room, they don't need to act like the smartest person in the room. A leader needs to surround themselves with the best and the smartest people, bring that together, and know how to get the most out of it. And that is what I'm thinking is missing with our plan moving forward with Disney and Lucasfilm. That, I think, is it in a nutshell. They are surrounding themselves with the hot director, the hot writer the up-and-coming young person that's kind of hip and cool or whatever yes they've got filoni and, and Favreau over here but everything else is like oh this next movie we're giving to this person they've made one good film so guess what they're ours we're gonna let them make star wars their way right mm -hmm. no find people that love it find people that are passionate about it find people that are smart that are hardworking. you surround yourself with them you have no choice but to be successful. That's it. That's it in a nutshell. 
That's what leaders do. Kathy should not be going, or whoever's calling the shots, Iger, should not be going and saying, I'm so cool and so smart, I'm going to outthink all these millions of fans. That's not your job. Your job is to put butts in the seats and have people spend their money. That's your job. And how do you do that? You find the smartest, best people who are the most passionate about what they're doing, and you'll get results. That's it. That's my soapbox. That's what I wanted to say tonight. Just because it correlated so much with what I'm doing in my personal career right now that it just made sense to talk about it. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I don't think I'm wrong. So what position do you what position do you say they should have leadership then that puts people that are passionate? Because I would argue that everybody that they had direct a movie is passionate about movies. I'm saying moving as much forward. as you want to say I as much as okay, moving, so forward. moving forward. Moving forward. Okay. Go ahead, Alfie. Okay. I completely agree with what you're saying. And to me, it think about it this way. Galaxy's Edge is right next to Toy Story Land, right? I love Galaxy's Edge. I think it's really cool. But I also think it's really lame because it's not Star Wars. It's a part of Star Wars, but it's not Star Wars. So imagine if you were to go to Toy Story Land, right? And Toy Story Land has the restrictions of Buzz and Woody can't be there because they don't fit in timeline-wise. That is the dumbest idea I have ever heard in my life. I do not understand why you continue to go with this idea of I know this better than you do and I'm going to make something new. Everyone wants something new, but they also want it to be like Rogue One. Rogue One was new, but it also felt like you could just drop it right into in between the prequel trilogy and the original trilogy and it just fits perfectly. And I think that's where a lot of the disconnect with fans is, is a lot of this just doesn't feel like Star Wars. I mean, if you were to take away uh, the Mandalorian out of Disney Star Wars, what's left? Yeah. Outside of the Mandalorian. How, I thought Andor, how differently I thought Andor you, was pretty good, and I thought Ahsoka was pretty good. But yeah, Mandalorian but runs... Mandalorian, you don't get Ahsoka. Or you probably don't even get Andor because of the Mandalorian success. Yeah. I, I, Brent, I'll go back to your thing. And Alfie, great points. I'll go back to your thing. A lot of the people, and I've read articles about this, I've seen things, I've heard people talk about it, a lot of the people that they're bringing in to direct the next movies, to direct the next shows, the people they're talking to about writing things, didn't grow up with Star Wars, didn't have their life changed by Star Wars. Do you know how many, do you know how many directors and writers are in the movie industry or TV industry now? Yeah. Because of the way Star Wars affected them. And they're going, man, that is why I'm doing what I'm doing today. And they're not pursuing those people they're pursuing a young hot person or a person that has done some other things that they think would be to tell stories your way when i mean that that's just i don't know i don't know if that works but yeah i would yeah. cross my fingers and brandon saying that i still if they said there's a movie coming up tomorrow guess what i do i'd be in line i go watch it if there's a new series starting next week guess what I'm going to watch it. No matter if it's the young hot person, no matter if it's the person who's been there for years, because I'm going to give it all a chance. But I would say that's just my two cents on where where the failures are coming in. Galaxy's Edge and others. Go ahead, D-Doc. 
Yeah, and Taika Watiti and Patty Jenkins are the perfect examples of that, where it's like they were hot directors, where you know Patty Jenkins was you know on fire because she was directing the Wonder Woman movies, and people really liked those. And Taika Watiti, who is a guy who has his own style, which like to me, it's like sure he blends in well when he's with the group of the Mandalorian crew, because you've got Filoni and Favreau making those moves. Which, to be honest, I feel like their creative direction with Mando was a little bit hijacked because I just feel like the the third season just felt a little odd to me. Like w- after letting it settle in, it just felt different and just a little off to me. And I know I'm not the only one who's said that, but it's like, you know, they went after those hot directors. They probably wanted to do their own creative direction too, and then they probably disagreed with them because they're too too controlling. Yeah, I. I don't know. It just seems like a mess. I, I, I like, I, I have no clue what goes on with Kathleen Kennedy. For all I know, she could do a good job, and I just don't know about it. But I just don't think this thing is going to be corrected until there's someone new in charge. And and the the problem is, is Bob Iger is going to be the one who's choosing it. That that's probably like and. I, I don't know if he's going to choose the right person, but I mean, the bottom line is what it all comes down to. It's money and everything else. And they, they need to figure it out because you bought, you bought this thing and it's like, there's, there's so many answers that could just hit you right in the face and they just refuse to, to listen. Buying this thing and then immediately killing off all of the big money makers. I, I do not understand how anyone <laughs> signed off on that and thought this is how we want to start it, it just i i call that the game of thrones effect because game of thrones was and george r. r martin were so good at surprising you with main characters being killed off and having it be shocking and having everybody talk about it but it did not work for star wars in my opinion they wanted to give you that shocking moment with Han Solo. And it was right around that time with Game of Thrones being, you know, the number one thing when when these were coming out. And, and I get that. I really do. But I don't understand why you would just limit yourself at the very beginning of your journey <laughs> with this franchise. I get the shock factor. But then it's like, well, now you're forcing people to come up with something new. And like I say over and over again, and it's proven over and over again, coming up with something new is very hard. Waititi said it himself. You know, this is a really hard movie to write because in act two, I can't just have my hero meet a smuggler with an alien sidekick because that's what I want to happen. How do you write Star Wars and not immediately create Luke Skywalker, Han Solo and Chewbacca? true like i said before many times the force awakens was rewritten 13 times because it every iteration of it was deemed too close to a no hope as a rewrite and then that's still the number one criticism of the force awakens is it's a new hope maybe just nerd all of us nerds are just too much to where we we like our creature comforts we like we like to feel like we're back home we're snuggled up you know we're we're in the blanket we're getting all this snuggly with our same thing over and over again i don't know maybe maybe we just want to feel those old feelings maybe that's what star wars is maybe the reason it is the way it is is because the people from the 70s we just can't let it go 
I don't, I don't know. I mean, D-Doc wasn't even around for 20 years after that. So uh, Dr. Squatch, Adam Parker, Boogie Windu, you guys are tearing up the chat. I appreciate all the, the fun comments. I mean, it's, it's great. There's some fun stuff going on out there. Um, See, Adam's with me. <laughs> yeah, I agree with Boogie Windu on bitch. this too. Here I am, like talking trash, and I'm going to Disney in like two weeks, and I'm going. Oh, I would go tomorrow. I'm going to be smiling ear to ear when I'm walking in Galaxy's Edge, but it's like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just at the same time, it's like it could just be so much better. So like they bought, bought it, it for... and gambled. <laughs> Sorry, I was yes. trying, like they bought it and gambled. They bought it and gambled on a new beginning. They gambled saying that we're going to move forward and not look backward. They hit bankruptcy. That's basically where we're at. They tried and they, they tried something new and they failed. And it has completely changed the way that anyone wants to talk about this product and this franchise. I like I still want to see the new. I still want to see them move forward. I personally don't have a problem with them killing off all of those people because they were never going to be alive the entire time. Now, I mean, unless you're Darth Maul and get brought back 45 times or you're Palpatine and no one really dies in Star Wars, somehow you return. They aren't going to live forever. They were going to have to die out. Now, they died out one per movie. That Each one had kind of their culminating movie. Did they get a chance to be together? No. Is that a missed opportunity? Yes. Can we still move forward from that? I hope so. To me, it's always been a universe. They can't be just this one story. I think what happens is the fandom is focused on the Skywalkers and the Skywalker story, where I want to see other things happening but i think the time go ahead i I was gonna say i have a question for you yeah because i mean i i I agree with you new has to be a part of it i I love the tradition i love the going back new has to be a part of it but would you consider rogue one to be new or would you consider rogue one to be just the same as everything else that that came before it. So here's what I was going to say right before you stopped is timeline wise, Star Wars fans, I feel this is my perception of people that I talk to want the story to want to fill in gaps between the prequels all the way to Death Star 2 and don't really care about going forward in the timeline because there are stories to be told the stories that people like you have the clone wars that filled in gaps between episode two and three you have rebels which filled in gaps you have andor which filled in gaps you have rogue one which filled in gaps within that timeline so if you are within that timeline and you make it look and feel like it's within that timeline star wars fans are going to accept it as soon as you push past that timeline that's where the new, 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 new comes in. And people have a problem with that because it's not within what they know. Okay. I, I, with I that to an extent, but like 
there's also the flip side, which is my problem with it, with the new. If you're going to just at the end of the day say, you know, we're basically going to give Ray all of the Luke Skywalker EU stories. I would rather you've just made the Luke Skywalker stories than try to and, fit her into his place. Just like with Ahsoka. I really enjoyed the Ahsoka series. I really did. But if you're just going to pick the best parts out of Heir to the Empire for your new series, I would rather you have just made Heir to the Empire. If you're going to finish your trilogy with uh, the Dark Empire, plagiarizing it, <laughs> just make the Dark Empire series. If you want to so, make new, I am 100% on board with new. But what angers me as a fan is for you to say I should be excited about you taking your new character and then just using the old stories because Mark Hamill got old. I understand that 100%. <laughs> but if you're going to make new, don't give me recycled stories lines with your new character. Make a new story. A kid that is born in 2025 or 2015, 2011, doesn't have the time or the experience and to know the stories that you're talking about and will not That's know what that the internet rate. exists and you can find any of this information within <laughs> seconds. <laughs> I so love this. I love this. 15, a kid that's 10 to 12 years old, a kid that's 10 to 12 years old is going to go back and read all of the expanded universe books. Would you have liked to have sat with my son during the screening of Rogue One and had listened to him explain every detail of the Transformers trailer to my wife and Guardians of the Galaxy? He can tell you every single comic issue that all of the people who held the infinity stones in that flashback. I was amazed. I okay. said, how do you know this? You've never read a comic book in your life. He said, well, I've watched all these videos on YouTube and explained all this stuff. He said, it's right there. Okay. You just, you just turn it on and it tells you. I think a good story will be watched no matter what. I do get where Brent's coming from, but like yep. if it was a good story written in text before, it'll be a good story when it's on the screen. And it can be a new intro to someone. I mean, I don't know. It's uh, like, it's weird. It's like, I enjoyed Ahsoka as well. And then it's like, after a couple weeks, and I know I wasn't on the podcast for a couple weeks too. So it left me in the freaking bowels of Twitter with seeing all the dumb stuff that people say on there. Uh, you know, just like everyone's just still talking about Andor on Twitter. Um, uh, I don't know. It's like, a, I just feel like weird. I'm like, okay, it's good, but it's like, I enjoy it, but I don't know that it's giving me that lasting good feeling. And that's just how I feel. Mando season one and two gave me that lasting good feeling after watching them. It felt good. Rogue One is one of my favorite Star Wars movies. Like, I love that movie. I think it's great. Uh, but like some of the other stuff, it's like I enjoy it while it's happening, but then it's kind of just over. Like, I don't know. It's like, I mean, I know that Ahsoka has more to it. And this is all building to something. And I'm excited to see where that goes. But I don't know. I I, it, I could change the way I feel about it, too. But just like the last couple of weeks, I started just feeling a little bit down on where this is going. You know, I don't know. 
I tell you what to do when you feel that way. And it, this is what has really changed my opinion on Disney Star Wars and these series so much. And everyone just ragging on them so badly. Throw in some reaction videos on YouTube. And watch people that are happy as they're watching it. And aren't always so negative. I, I am just as guilty because I really tore Kenobi up. But... I watched along with other people and I thought, well, this is really great. Sure. It, yeah. Yeah. It's got all of its problems and its faults, but yeah. Yeah. It's not that bad. And so some of what I'm getting at is I think knowing and having all of the background is what's causing you to look at things in a different way because you have all of that background. What I was getting at with a 15, 10, 15 year old kid they're not going to have as much of a deep-rooted background in the backstory. They're not going to understand that Ray is basically a carbon copy of Luke from the EU. They're not going to necessarily see that because they're watching Ray as Ray. They're not watching Ray and saying, "Oh, because I read this story, this is why she's behaving this way." Because they're just cherry picking the best of the EU. I that's get that. not. That's not where that like that. The the common fan. The the every man, the the kid doesn't look at it the same way as the super fan. I get that one hundred percent, but we are also doing a Star Wars podcast. And what episode are we on? Two hundred thirty-seven. Right. And I'm gonna. Fight <laughs> so I have to be for, for two hundred thirty-seven more. You forced me <laughs> to be the flip side of your. <laughs> I know. Okay. I know. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to throw up another thing related to this. Go ahead, Brent. Finish, and I've got a. All like basically, it just comes down. It just comes down to like I want the new. I'm I'm okay with accepting what was going forward, partially because I wasn't steeped in the lore of right. the EU and the lore of the books. So and, that and allowed me what frustrates to be me comfortable being pushed forward. We're different. You didn't watch the the press conference with Kathleen Kennedy. I did. And for her I mean, to say we're going forward and none of that exists, and then ten years later, right, to have that Microsoft ninety-five, you know, celebration on stage. <laughs> that, hey, Brent, are you excited? We're doing Air to the Empire. Wait a minute, you said that doesn't exist anymore. Oh well, we're just gonna rework it a little bit. You know, there's a part of me that's really excited, but then there's that part of me that says. Why didn't you just do it when you could have, and it would have worked? And, yeah. And and the reason why I say that is they gambled, and they lost. Right. Right. They put they put all they put all their money on the pony to win place and show, and it broke a leg right out of the gate. Well, yeah, that, maybe not right out of the gate. It broke a leg on the home stretch. Look, right I, out of I, the gate, it did okay. Yeah, right out of the gate, it was hitting home runs with uh, with Force Awakens and Rogue One. Right. It was killing it. Yeah, and like I, you brought up Endgame earlier, okay? Mando season two, season finale was Star Wars's Endgame. And there will never be anything that compares to it. I still get and that's, never what, that's why season three, And that's why season three fell flat is because everyone right. rode that high. Everyone got their geek high on they got the Luke that they wanted. This is the Luke from the EU. And then we're just going to continue with this level and push this Luke. Like there's a, there is to my understanding and to the way that I'm reading people talking and the, the fandom wanted to continue to see that Luke and continue to see that. And then 
they had Grogu train with Luke and they thought they were going to see that Luke and then Grogu chooses to go back to and then no, oh, he's going back to Mando. Right. I mean, and there's this anticipation that that Luke is coming back at some point. He has to right. at some point. As far as a fan, he never view. showed up. And he never showed up in season three. So oh, he's not. Right. Yeah. Where am I going to see that Luke? They're putting all this money into this Luke. They're doing all this stuff with all this deep fakes. Well, I'm going to see Luke again. When am I going to see Luke again? Oh, he's not in season three. Right. And see, now you're just explaining what the problem is with creating new Star Wars. How do you not create Luke Skywalker? I love it when Brent goes into voices. That's one of my favorite things. <laughs> not only when he goes into voices, but then when he goes into movement like that. He gets oh, on the move. Oh, yeah. Um, so I'm going to throw this out there, and I'm going to give credit to um, Jimmy and Jason. Obviously, the, the biggest Star Wars podcast out there in the world, Rebel Force Radio. And we haven't all been together as a group in, in a little while. But it was a, a thing that stuck out to me from their conversation and it, and it really made me start thinking is, you know, when I was six, I saw a new hope in the theaters, right? I mean, that was some high intensity, especially for 1977, high intensity, real stuff, right? Like it was adult. It was, there was war going on. There was, there was all kinds of things going on. You, you were fearing for people's lives. People got killed, you know, all these kind of things right there. And and I look and I'm thinking, was that too much for a six-year-old, you know, at that time? And then I think, well, you know, when Joey was three and four, I was putting all the Star Wars movies on for him. And so at three and four, he was watching Star Wars, Empire, and, and Jedi, right? And I'm thinking back, was that too much? I don't know. Um, you know, my brother Tony and, and Nick Shesky, they both said, you know, their kids are like, whoa, that's a little meaty for us right and then i see that and, and i can't remember if it's jimmy or jason said i think it was jason uh said you know at five and six right now what they're promoting for that five or six year old group is the young jedi adventures on disney plus and other avenues and i will say this i've watched some because my grandson who's one joey's already got him watching the young jedi adventures and he likes him. He likes the color. He likes the act action, the activity. But he's one. For him, it's just the activity, right? But are we are we really messed up as people because we were that age watching things like Star Wars, Empire, and Return of the Jedi compared to kids now who are five and six watching the Young Jedi Adventures? Is it that? Are you that kidding different? me? I lived there on a parents. beach, and my parents took me to see Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> i like no because the, here's the thing is you're like good parent versus bad parent there are five and six year olds that are watching youtube videos with foul language and people brandishing weapons like yeah that star wars is a controlled environment like there are people that are growing up with way worse images and sounds and influences than star wars so i don't think that we as a society of like 40 somethings and younger well i don't ddoc yeah i know you're younger but whatever of, of like 30 and 40 somethings because we were influenced in a negative way because of star wars if anything a lot of the uh, if you took the time to follow the philosophy if you took a time to buy into 
at that time when the Jedi and Jedi were seen as like the righteous and the right, or at least, I don't know, my favorite boy Yoda and listening to what Yoda said, do or do not and doing some of those things. Like you started living more of a virtuous life. If you listen to that, it was, yeah, yes, there was light swords. Yes. Uh, within the first half hour of a movie, there was a bloody arm on the floor of a cantina. Um, but I think, I, I no, I think that we have way worse influences currently. Well, every kid needs a lesson, you know. Maybe they might think, maybe I won't go mess with dad's uh, sawzall or his chop saw or something. I saw that guy get. You can lose this thing. You know what I mean? No, I, I, I agree. I think there's too many good life lessons involved in it beyond the violence, especially compared to modern violence in movies. Because uh, I mean, I took I took David and Harper to see uh, uh, Return of the Jedi, and it was they're five and six. You know, I took them to the theater to see it, and they were fine. You know, and it was like I walked out the theater, and David goes, you know, Darth Vader, you know saved everybody in the end i was just like holy crap you know it's like kids can kids can take stuff in differently and some of the stuff that you see where you might be like Ooh, maybe they shouldn't see that might kind of go beyond them sometimes where they might see the story as a whole more uh and yeah like brent said i mean it's like yeah youtube is just an open world playground for for kids now <laughs> i mean my brother is teaching in high school again right now and i hear stories from him so it's like you know star wars is to me definitely one of the better things that people can take in at a younger age you know the dooku getting beheaded uh you know <laughs> but that was still wasn't alive. like Django. i feel like Django? Django's beheading was worse than the dooku yeah. beheading because yeah. you actually hey, saw the quick, head I, roll on the ground i have to know adam parker how old are you you were playing doom at age seven i mean <laughs> I, come on. That's awesome. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I was playing GoldenEye right? James Bond. I think I was in high school when Doom came out. Okay. So right. another thing I was just thinking about as you were talking is a, a conversation I just had with my daughter. She is learning about Greek myths and Greek uh, heroes and stuff like that. And the whole point of a Greek myth was to teach life lessons to kids. And if I remember one... There was one dude that was tied to a post and have his heart ate out every day, like repeatedly getting his heart ate out. And that was told to Greek children to try to teach a story. Right? Like if you want to like if you want to get into like we're talking like this is the time before times. Are you I don't think Star Wars good boy? I I mean like only money. Right? Like these are times that like stories have been stories have been stories and i don't think that like yes we've been influenced obviously we've been sitting here 230 thursday nights for the last what two years three years that we've been talking Um, about it and probably 230 more but actually brent uh come january it'll be our our fourth anniversary yeah well we'll this show 2020 21 22 23 we'll have done four Years with only well, a couple. Alfie, you in, and I are about three and a half. You and I are yeah. about three and a half. It's, it's I thought original... this was going to be a one-time thing. <laughs> <laughs> that, so did That's I. Actually. My wife I was, you. I was, the, I was just a guest. 30, yeah, thirty-one, thirty-two years later. Yeah. Um, 
Well, this is this is good. Um, you know, uh, hi, hey, another quick subject: High Republic Phase Three uh, is coming out. You guys, you guys excited about? <laughs> Jess has made it through one book. Jess, Jess is excited about that. Yes, um, I'm sure. Yeah, I. No, I'm I, I read the, here's I listened the, to the first three. Yeah. Give me a cartoon. Yeah. Give me a cartoon. Give me this a should have been an animated series. Books. Yes. Give yeah. me the cartoon yeah. and I'd watch the hell out of that because I, like I said, I listened to the first couple chapters of the book and it sounded amazing. If it was a vision, like I just couldn't create the visuals it wanted me to create to keep it entertaining for me. You create Star those Wars. visuals. Star Wars is a visual, Brent. You've said it all along. It truly is. The only reason the books made sense to us is because we had the visual to base it off of, right? We saw the movies, and then all of a sudden, oh, there's a Han Solo book. Well, I know what Han Solo looks like. I know what the Falcon looks like. I know what universe he's in. I can read the book about it. But but seeing these ships they talk about and seeing all these things, that it's like, whoa. That's, that's a lot. what made Shadows sure. of the Empire so popular when it came out. You had a video game that went with it. You had a comic book series. Uh, you had a soundtrack. Figures. You had action figures. Just no here's, I mean, Loden Greatstorm could be a great character. I, I just need to see him because I can't picture him. Yep. Go ahead. Here, here's like a, just an odd thought that I had that doesn't even have to do with anything High Republic. But do we think that Disney is just going to own Star Wars forever now? Or do you think they'll ever shop the IP to someone else? I think they will sell it. I I've, I was wondering that recently. I'm like, what if like Sony... Or like univer like Universal was just like, hey, we'll take this off your hands. Like, it doesn't Disney like doesn't Disney own Universal? No. Disney owns no, Fox. Was so. that Disney owns Fox? Not Universal Studios because like their their parks are like competitors. Yeah. So yeah. like, I they uh, are, but they also have both have Marvel in them. So like, but like, so that like, goes. That's some weird licensing. Uh, yeah, deal. With, between Sony and Sony lending it out to people. Like that's what I wonder if Disney will eventually lend it to other studios to make. I I, I don't know because it's like it's like think about the uh, Spider Verse movies. Like obviously Disney has Marvel and everything, but those Spider Verse movies with Miles Morales have nothing to do with Disney at all. Like Disney, yeah, is because not they also don't own Spider Man, right? Yeah. Sony still does. They, they had to do a super secret deal to yeah. Spider Man in the Marvel universe. It's like with Disney and Star Wars, how Disney does not own the distribution rights to the original trilogy. That's why there's no remasters yet, right? It's like another twenty years or something. That even though now that they own Twentieth Century Fox there's still some legal mumbo jumbo to where they can't release anything to do with the original trilogy. And let's not, I, let's not forget it, that Disney did not give money to the creator of Winnie the Pooh because of licensing and legal issues. Like the family of A.A. Uh, a. Milne has been suing Disney for a number of years because of licensing and legal fees. So Disney yeah. is going to keep their money. That's something I've been reading about too, and I'll have to read into more of it to understand, but there's a lot of 
legal nonsense going on with the EU writers. Now that mm -hmm. they are re releasing their yes. books, yes. they don't get paid. Correct. Even because though there was some it, sort of licensing, yeah. they signed some sort of licensing deal, and this this bot. Yes, yeah, you're right. They don't get any money from from any of the re-releases, but Disney does. And or Adam Parker license. Adam Parker thinks Disney is going to be acquired or have to deal with a takeover attempt. Which uh, I I have heard the same thing. Um, that somebody. Somebody was saying somebody was buying while the stock was low. Somebody was buying up a bunch of it where they could. They that could, um, goes back decisions. to Steve Jobs and is it Iger? Yeah, they had the original plan that they would merge into one company. Yeah, in that Iger book, there a lot of it had to do with Steve Jobs, which like it's funny because Steve Jobs would basically go from telling Iger to F himself to like making a deal with them. Like they were, they were like uh, Iger, I, uh, Steve jobs did not want Disney to get their hands on Pixar. Like he was like, you, you don't deserve this. You can't touch it. Like the only reason why Pixar movies at one point were being continued, were continuing to be made was because, Disney made a sequel deal with them. So like when Toy Story 2 was coming out and all that stuff, like they, they made a deal to make like five movies with Disney. And then like Steve Jobs was like, I'll never make another movie with you again. Like he like didn't like them, but like he also didn't like Michael Eisner. And then once mm. Iger took over, they, you know, you know, had some talks with each other and everything. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I just think Disney is just way too flushed with way too many IPs. And I, it's Iger's fault. He bought too much stuff. Bit off more than he could chew. Yeah, you did not need to buy that much stuff. You I'm, did I, not need to. I, I will put my money. I, I won't put my money. But if I uh, if I could throw a wild card out there, I'd say it's time for Elon Musk to um, to go ahead and buy Star Wars. He likes Star Wars. and he's May, Maybe Lucas pulls a Steve Jobs <laughs> and he buys it back. This is true. This is true. You know, I mean, uh, the Barstool guy sold off Barstool and then bought it back from the, the gambling company. That's true. So, I mean, Lucas could come in out of the blue and go, you know what, guys? I'll give you $2 billion for the $4 Let billion me write some more dialogue about sand. That's what people <laughs> want. It's more talk about sand. <laughs> I don't want Elon Musk. <laughs> the sad part of it is that uh, I saw a clip of George Lucas not too long ago, and I thought George was looking like kind of old. In it. You know what I mean? It's like I, I saw him walking and I'm just like, but, you know, he's one of those guys who has looked the same for a while. And it's like, I don't know. He just looked older to me. And I like, I, don't get me wrong. I think that would be freaking awesome. I don't know who the hell would take over. Once uh, you retire, you know. though, once you retire, you start letting things start letting things go a little bit start yeah the edge starts coming off um hey real quick we we, we brought up galaxy's edge earlier ddoc you mentioned as well uh, i think we've all been there right now all four of us have been there at different times yep okay uh so ddoc yes. is going right after thanksgiving and then i'm going like two or three days after him with joey ddoc have you started thinking about your plan of what you're going to hide 
and 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 how you're going to give me clues so I can find it there at the park. I got to figure it out. And now the problem is, is that Disney cleans those parks with a fine fine uh, tooth comb every day. So I need to find like a freaking bush or something. Yeah, like like yes. I, I need to find a bush or something like I don't know where, but I'm going to think of clues and I'm going to hide something there. And if How? Disney's listening, it's nothing bad. I'm just no, going to hide an item no. somewhere. Yes. Disney, for those of you who are listening, because I know toy. you guys, yeah, you guys hear us all the time. It's just a fun game between me and D-Doc. He's going <laughs> to leave it. I'm, I promise you, nothing dangerous, no explosives, nothing that could cause any harm. <laughs> yeah, it's just maybe a, a, game. Like a little figure or something somewhere. And we'll both, we'll both tweet about it and put it on Instagram, all that kind of stuff, so you, you can get some credit for it. Hey, you know, I'll be sitting. Uh, I'll be. I'll be sitting on a cruise ship heading to the Bahamas when you arrive. This yeah. this vacation, I we booked this vacation like a year and a half ago. Like it is insane to think that it's finally happening for me. And of course, I'm happy that I just got sick over the last like four days or so because the only thought in my mind is like when you book a vacation this far mm -hmm. in advance, it's just the fear of someone getting sick before. Oh, yeah. Like so. Well, I'm, I'm just glad I'm, that it shouldn't be me. My immune system should be kicking back in here. For those of you who are listening and who are going to be at the park after Thanksgiving and after the first, well, the last few days of November, um, possibly there could be some Rule of the Galaxy stickers left throughout uh, the, the park. Maybe look around and, um, yeah, oh, here we go. Adam Parker, hide a Mission Fleet figure from Ollie's. There They're you small. go. They're small. We can, you know, leave me clues. Well, but, uh, I, I still have my yeah. stack of uh, Rule of Galaxy cards because TSA flagged the cards last time I went through when I was <laughs> flying because I still had the stack of cards in my bag from the um, IEEE. Well, and you... yeah, I was flying to Key Largo and they freaking, they were like, they were like, what is this? And they were like looking at them and then their delays just like, it's just stickers. I You leave some. I'll see if I can find any. I'll leave some. If anybody is going to be at the park in those days from what November 20 something to like December 1st, anywhere in between there, look for some rule of the galaxy stickers at galaxy's edge. And I will be patiently waiting for D doc to give me clues as to where I can go find whatever he's hiding. So I'm um, maybe it'll be a, uh, what's your hat called again? Mount khaki. <laughs> maybe it'll be a Mount khaki hat that he's hiding so please if you see that that's waiting for me uh there so probably not a bidet but maybe yeah. a hat yeah that'll be so. hard to hide although i could probably mask one to look like some kind of uh droid that belongs there you know love it love it um we've been going for an hour and a half we've dropped f-bombs we've gotten passionate about some things um in an interview the other day somebody asked me to describe myself in one word and my word was passionate um i felt like that summed up a lot of things so i'm glad this show was passionate this evening um brent as you're walking us through the dark and i feel like i'm in a horror movie right now <laughs> what, what are some of your closing thoughts from the evening um yeah just enjoy star wars i agree I just enjoy I fucking just... love star wars i'm just gonna put that out there <laughs> see this is what i needed is i went a couple weeks not talking positively about star wars i was left in the hole of the internet and i'm mm. and then it turns into a dark place even if you don't want it to 
I, you start seeing people say stuff where you're just like, I disagree with you. And and it get, and you get annoyed. And I never respond or comment with anyone because that's a waste of time. But I don't know. It's just uh, I was I was in a dark hole and I'm feeling better about Star Wars after tonight. Ooh, Brent's got Good. a Christmas tree going already. We have ours yeah. up. Let's we go. put ours up yesterday. Actually, the house got decorated today, too. Good for you. Um, so, Alfie, I'll, I'll go to you next. Brent says, just love Star Wars. Brent, you do anything Legion real quick before we go to Alfie. Anything Legion coming up? No, nothing really major. Nothing really. It's kind of in a dull, dull cycle at the moment. Okay. All right. Well, we'll be looking for news and updates on that. Uh, Alfie? Hopefully your daughter's not still in the car behind you right She's now. Still in the car. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I had to move to the garage because our washing machine is going out and it's really loud. So okay, yeah, just one more thing to add to the mix of craziness. You know, I need to yeah buy a new washing machine. So uh, you know, D Doc, it's okay <laughs> to dislike certain things it's okay to discuss certain things but at the end of the day i think so many people just lose sight of that message that i just love star wars and it makes me happy yes i can get passionate about it because what i dislike is something i dislike about something that i really really love mm -hmm. i agreed and I, I really just think we get so far away from that in this discourse of social media and everything. Yeah, yeah I agree. I agree. I feel that. D-Doc, what's the next product you're promoting or what's going on with you before? We'll have to obviously talk before your trip. It's coming up soon. <laughs> I have um, one uh, I have one product uh, from Australia that I need to promote as well. It's a, mm. uh, it's a ladder uh, safety uh, product and I got to make those guys happy too. So I've got, a, I got a couple things that I, uh, that I'll be promoting on the good old Dave doc DIY Alfie. If you need any help, uh, you know, knowing how to install that washing machine, which I think you can handle the, uh, you know, I can do a washing machine, <laughs> taking the uh, hoses off and throwing the new ones on. It, it's just, you know, the fact that, I know we're saying our goodbyes here. I'm sorry to keep going. Just the fact that we are so close to moving and now you have an appliance <laughs> going out and like, how long can we stretch this out? Yep. Yeah. How long? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited. Like be, within all of this talk that I've been giving, I'm really excited to get back to galaxy's edge. I got to say, because I have some family members going on this trip with me this time who have never been there. My wife's grandma, she wants, she just keeps talking about Galaxy's Edge. She's like, that's nice. all she wants to do, you know, and she's super excited about it, which I don't even know that she likes Star Wars that much, but she just really wants to see it. I'm going to get to go to the cantina this time. I didn't get to go yes. last time. I have that reservation. I'm doing it right this time. I went in blind last time because I didn't want to be spoiled and I missed out on a lot of stuff because of that. So I'm excited to see the differences. You know, it's been about two years since I've gone. So I'm curious to see some of the differences. I know Mando is there now, you know, which doesn't follow their rules of rule the, or rule the galaxy, their rules of uh, Batu. So, uh, you know, I, I would love, the, I mean, David would freak out to see Mando. Like, uh, so would I. So I would freak <laughs> out to see Mando. Yeah. Yeah. It'll, it'll be, it'll be cool. And I'm going to get to do that hyperspace lounge thing too on the cruise ship. So 
there's there's a lot of Star Wars in my future here as I'm Good. speaking negatively about it. <laughs> I'm gonna and I'm gonna. Are you be... gonna buy the five? You What's gonna buy that, that five thousand dollars shot? You gonna buy that like, <laughs> super shot from the? If I do, I'm gonna send a Venmo request to all you guys, and then we can go to Skywalker <laughs> Ranch together and look it's... for the <laughs> Just do like just do like the uh, the the brides to be do for their bachelorette parties. Just put it out there <laughs> with just your Venmo, on your phone, your car. Buy, yeah, put it on your car, put it on your social media, buy Dave a drink, and and put your Venmo on there. I mean, yeah. see how close you can get to it. So. I, I like that idea. You know what? Joe's between jobs. I might need to do that just to pay my rent or my my mortgage. I mean, I might just put my Venmo out there. Um, so, look, this has been fun, and I, and I appreciate you guys doing this. And uh, one, I, I, I say this from time to time, and I'll say it tonight. Um, thanks to our significant others. Hey, thanks to all of those ladies who let us go sit here and yell and scream about some stupid wizards in space and flying Wookiees and all that crap that they look and go, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, so thanks to them. Thanks to you guys for, for always being there. I know it's been a while since we've all gotten together and, and done this. I'm, I'm looking forward to hanging with Brent tomorrow night uh, and, and doing our, our best at trivia and seeing how that goes. I've been having fun with that. Um, but y you're right. Um, the reason that we do this not only the podcast, the reason we hang and the reason we talk to a guy from Philadelphia and fly and meet him in Tennessee and things like that is because we do love Star Wars and we are passionate about it. And I, I think it's just like anything else. Everybody I know is a fan of a team. And if you are a fan of a team, that's your team. You love them. You know, you it's ride or die with them. But man, you're allowed to be the first one to step up and say, man, our QB sucks. Or, hey, our wide receiver has, you know, bricks for hands. We're, we're allowed to do that because we're passionate fans. And that's what we are about Star Wars. So don't take the negativity the wrong way. It's it's basically like us yelling at a game of our favorite team. Um, and so hopefully you you feel that love and passion in it. So, Ollie's, we're waiting for the check and the conversation. Kevin Feige, the door is open um, for an interview. And, you know, outside of that, I can't wait to start planning uh, following DDoc down to Galaxy's Edge because I'll be going with Joey and Frankie and we're going to go to Rise of Resistance, which I still have not rode yet, ridden yet, whatever. Um, and I plan on doing that. Uh, you guys, thanks so much. Um, chapter 237 of Rule the Galaxy. I'm going to go watch the end of Thursday Night Football. Hopefully there's still a game going on. And until next week, may the force be with you.